Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of the Dominion broadcast. You can uh, come and visit us uh, at our church service on Saturday morning at 830, 830 to 930. We are praying in the spirit and praying for everything and everybody we can think of. And at 930, I'm I'm there and I'm we have a brief praise and worship session and then I go right into the word and I thank you. That's one of my worship songs, Angels Watching Over Me. At 9815 South Vermont, that's the Do-Right Christian Church. I am Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward, and I'm the founder of Ward International Ministries, and our marketing brand is the Global Apostolic Ministerial Networks. As an apostle, I've been charged to raise, edify, and send um, new preachers. I'm a trailblazer. I'm a pathfinder. I'm a problem solver, okay? Um, so... I want you to come and visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue uh, at the Do-Right Christian Church. It's a nice little place. It's very clean and always clean. And my assistant cleans it up even more to make sure that's going to be the cleanest church building you've ever been in. How about that when you get there? And if you feel comfortable wearing your mask, wear your mask. I just like looking at your faces when I'm when I'm ministering, but guess what? If it's if you wearing your mask is what's keeping you from coming to visit us, come and do that. If you listen to this and you wanted to reach out to me prior to an in person meeting, you can um, call me at four two four two six one three two zero eight, or you can also text me there, okay? And or you can write us at Ward International. Uh, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. 
I do have an email that's associated with the ministry. It's wardint at hotmail.com. If you send an email, please put Voice of Dominion on on it so that I can see um, that it's coming from our radio because there's a lot of different business entities and what have you that I have used that uh, as my email address for almost 40 years now. I think it's, no, well, let's see, 30, yeah, yeah, no, 35 years. And so there's a lot of contacts that come there. But if you put Voice of Dominion and you text me and tell me you sent me something, if you want to send us a check or give us an offering, you can reach us at Ward International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. Or you can go to gamn.life and you can send us an offering there. And... Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, Chris, you always remiss not to give the place where somebody can give you something. And I'm entering into a, a really good place in that, you know, the Bible says that the that the men and women of God should take the offering, not lift the offering. Not try to try to make you give more than what God said. But if God is calling you to give us something for the work of the gospel to help support the radio show and uh, the other missions and evangelistic outreaches that we have, please do so. That's G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E, Global Apostolic Ministerial Network, G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E. Go there and give us an offering as the Lord gives you commandment. Thank you so much. Um, we in Psalms 139. Okay, get your Bible, please. Do not sit around. And we're not kidding around. So guess what? Psalms 139. We want you to go to Psalms 139, verse 14. Uh, let me see. Let me go back here because I'll keep going back to the wrong place. Psalms 139. And it's a great thing to be in the in the in the greatness of God. I thank it. It's been my will and my way for such a long time to just be in God's. You say, yeah, you in God's way, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm in the way. I'm in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're gonna pick this up in verse. Uh, let's pick it up. Where did I say verse 14? Where, where do we pick it up? I said 14. That's where we started. I think let's was... start at verse 7. Okay. Verse 7 states. Mm -mm, wait a minute. You don't want to Okay. Start at verse 5. Psalms 139.5. Go ahead. Verse 5. For thou hast beset me. Beset me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me. Such okay, so he's already surrounded you. Okay, thou hast beset me. Let me see what this word "beset" means here. It says to cramp. That is confined in many applications, literally and figuratively. Formality of. Or it says formative or hostile adversary assault beset besiege bind up cast distress fashion fortify enclose lay siege put up in bags. So you've been you've been surrounded before by God before you were born. Where where were you before you were born? You was in God. 
Watch this. Read the next one. Such, verse 6, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Who can understand how God does that? How can you could be, you was born in eternity past inside of God. The minute he thought about you, your birth was imminent at some point. Wow. That's big. Okay, keep going. Verse 7, whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I flee from thy presence? Nowhere. God is here, and we're talking about angels, but I want you to, angels have a job to protect us so that we can fulfill our purpose for which we've been given. We came out of God. God don't make no mistakes. Okay, keep reading. If I ascend, tell them what verse yet. Verse eight. If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the area, the sea. Excuse me, sea. Verse ten. Even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and even the night shall be light about me. Verse 12, yea, the, excuse me, yea, the darkness hideth not from me, from thee, but the night shineth as the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Okay, so in other words, wherever you're at, whatever your circumstances, okay, nothing is hidden about your life from God. Okay, keep reading, verse 13. Verse 13, for thou... Has possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Okay, oh, so now here's your birth. See, now all of that happened before you was born. If you go back to verse four and five where we started, Psalms 139, he says here, For thou hast possessed my reins. What is that? My inner workings, my soul, my brain. Thou hast possessed my reins, only in the plural, a kidney, organ, figuratively the mind. So your inner workings, that's your soul and your natural body. He possessed that before you did, before you came into this earth's realm, this three-dimensional realm where we're at through the womb of a woman. That's the way God created us to operate. He told Adam, be fruitful and multiply. Okay, keep reading. Verse 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and thy soul knoweth right well. Okay, stop right there. So you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Stop, listen. Stop blue-hooing about who you are, what you're not, and what you can't do, and all that. The problem is you're not doing what God created you to do. You were fearfully and wonderfully made to to accomplish a purpose here. And when you give yourself to that, you not only have God's help, but you have angelic help. Go ahead and preach, preacher. Mm-hmm. 15. Verse 15. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine so I, there you were, he wrought, he made you. Go ahead. Thine eyes did see thy, my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So before, listen, your name was written in the book of creation. And, I, and, and you know what? You know what I see? I see the Lamb's book of life. 
I see human beings coming out of God being fearfully and wonderfully made. He chooses your birth date and your birth parents. Okay. Whoever they are. There was a man who had a sperm and there was a woman who had an egg. And they cohabitated. Boy, I said that nice, didn't it? Cohabitation. Yeah. They started having they started having Eros love. We talked about Eros love in our earlier shows. So go back and listen to that. And a baby was created. It, it, you, the baby was created before the parents were, before anybody in your family was ever created. Before the foundations of the world were created, you were created in God, and he, he knew what you was going to look like, the color of your eye. He says here before this, read that again for me. Verse 16, thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So your name was written in a book of life before you was ever born, before your parents was born, before they was born, before your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather and mother on both sides was ever born. Somebody said, well, that's, that's ridiculous, preacher. Why is it so ridiculous when God said, light be in Genesis chapter one, and if you look at the, if you listen, how the earth, how the earth was made. What's, what's the name of that show I like to look at? Shoot, I forgot. How the universe was made. And it's still expanding at the same speed of light. All them stars was in him when he said light, before he ever said light be, they was in him. And when he said light be, they released, his power was released and they were created. That's the way you was born as a human being. And the Bible says you were perfect and marvelous in his making. Someone said, well, how do you explain people who born crazy and people born out of the You chose, he, he already chose your lineage before you came here. Now, what your ancestors did before you got here, if they invited iniquity after iniquity, iniquity after iniquity, were faithless and sinful, that's how that happens. Because you were fearfully and wonderfully made from God. Angels come to protect you in that fearful and wonderful position once you're born. Before you was born, you was written in the book of life. They're in the book. I say the book of life and other people say, oh, preacher, how you know that? I'm, I'm seeing stuff. I think I can prove it. I, that's not a study, has not been a study point for me, but I think I can get that done. Yes, indeed. I can connect the dots. I have before, but I'm a seer. I'm an apostle and prophet and I see stuff. And so that's how that happens. When somebody in your family vexes or grieves the spirit of God on a continual basis, sin, sickness, and death is now born into the next generation, especially if they carry it to the next generation. And five years later, I mean, five generations later, somebody's born blind. Oh my God. Because the, 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 the disciples asked Jesus, is this, Man that was blind, and I need to go back to that story, but I, I don't want to open that up because we we run the short on time. This is our last show we're doing today. But so that's how 
imperfections in people are born into this earth's realm is he chose your family lineage before the foundations of the world. You were fearfully and wonderfully made in him. And then he sent you at the time he appointed you to be birthed. He already had your family picked out and based on whatever iniquity and the perverseness or non-perverseness of iniquity that had been in your genealogy, your physical genealogy, in your bloodline, you were born into that. Hello? Does anybody listen to me? Okay. So we're talking about angels. Angels have protect us. And when you come into a place where you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and you start praying by faith to God, they go into action. We, we looked at uh, 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 Hebrews 13, 1 and 2. The Bible says we entertain angels unawares. You don't even know it sometimes. We gave testimony. There's a couple testimonies about in the last th two shows we did. If go back and get wherever you listen to this, Spotify, Instagram, uh, Anchor FM. We're on all the pod, Apple. Look for Apostle Chris Ward. Voice of Dominion, and they're in successive order, okay? And so you you go back and you listen to them, okay? But we talked about angels protecting, and the, the music that was playing is Virtue, and Watching Over Me is the name of the song, but they're singing about angels who watched over them to help them fulfill their purpose, one of the singers for Virtue was talking about she fell asleep at the wheel at night and she lived to tell about it. She lived to sing, not only tell about it, but sing about it quite beautifully, I might add. And so it's a situation where we need to understand that angels are here to assist us in righteousness and to protect us along the way because we are humans, we do have iniquities in us that we fight. We do make mistakes. I was coming home from an appointment last night and I made a mistake of taking the wrong street instead of the freeway I got on. I said, I think that I can get home quicker if I take this shortcut. And I ended up getting on the breezes, taking me the wrong direction going for mouth. I was like, oh my God. Then I got trapped over by a park send another park over here. I got trapped in the back there where they got all them barriers and stuff. Had to turn around and come back. I was like, oh Lord, this is a 15 minute. And I had my I had my dinner in the bag and I just said, listen, I'm gonna start eating because I done got lost and I'm hungry. And maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's why I'm you know can't can't find my way out of this maze I'm in because they had me in a maze. Why one of the major streets that crossed through, they had closed it down. I don't know what they was doing. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the police, I couldn't see. But all I know is I had to turn around and go back the way I came and I started trying to take a shortcut and I got lost. Imagine that, get lost in Inglewood, California when I lived in, I traveled every street in there. But it was dark, it was late, I was tired, I was hungry. And I was like, Lord, get me home, all right? And I eventually did get there. And I eventually did find my way back to my house. The angels assisted me because I was driving on, on narrow streets. Watch this. Narrow streets were parking on both sides. People coming with their, their 
bright lights in my face. They were driving because they had to take that same detour. So we had cars on both streets at a time when normally nobody's there just going back and forth and tight. Only one car can get through at a time. Tight neighborhood street. Somebody had to pull over, slow down and stop for the other people to get by. And I got through with no accidents. I started praying. So the angels are there to perfect your going and coming. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Verse, uh, verse 16. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all thy members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as of yet there was none of them. Now, verse 17 gives testimony to what I'm saying. You was fearfully and wonderfully made. You were sent through a lineage, okay, through a natural mother and father, your spirit. Your spirit was alive in Christ before Christ came. The son, Jesus Christ, was alive before he came and took on a body. How precious are also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is thy sum of them. Now, what is he saying? God, the Bible tells us in the New Testament, God ain't never wished no harm on you. He never did that. It's, it's sinful man that brings this stuff into existence. And we know in our family and in your family, you have some people that while God would have, he said, listen, he told Moses he could live to be 120. His eyes was not dim, nor was his, nor, nor was his natural strength abated. He didn't get old and feeble. But people dying at 60 and 70 and 80, why? The sin and their, their rebelliousness of their sin through iniquity, family iniquity, to bow to that. That's what causes that. That's what causes all the dis dysfunction of mankind. It ain't God. God never intended for you to be involved in, in that some of that mess you've been involved in. You made that decision. He made you a God-like being and you chose it. Now let's go back to Luke chapter 1 and we're getting ready to get this horse to running. Oh, wow. Did we spend all that time on that? Luke chapter 1. And where did we get down to, ma'am? Do you recall? No, I don't. Luke. One. Uh, let's pick it up. I'm just going to let you read the part now. You we you can go back to the show, last week's show and the show before, and get the commentary on where we're at right now, okay? Because I'm, I'm just sticking close to the Bible, okay? Uh, start in verse 4. Okay. Cause no, 5. 15. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to read all the way down. Verse 5? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to just let you read. Verse 5. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias. He was a preacher. He was a priest. Okay, go ahead. Of the... Of the chorus of Abia and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So they had a holy lineage. He was a priest. She was of the daughters of Aaron. And her name was Elizabeth. Go ahead. Verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. Verse 8. Okay, so they wanted children. 
They went and watch this. Go ahead, verse eight. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. That was his job, working in the temple for God. Go ahead. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right hand of the altar of incense. Verse 12. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is answered, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Okay, so they asked for a child. Both of them was well stricken in age. When the angel shows up, John getting ready to start, uh, uh, Zacharias getting ready to start talking crazy. Okay? You got to be careful what you say in the presence of angels, especially if they come to bring you good tidings. Okay? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Verse 14, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Six, 15, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Now, that's a, pr- that's a, that's a pretty tight, that's pretty, that's pretty neat right there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He telling him, listen, he's going to be the man of God. And we're going to separate him. When was he actually separated? Before Psalms 139 was written, he was in God. Can y'all see that whole process now? His name, John, what his name was, was even written in that book of life before he was ever born. Before Zacharias was born, before Elizabeth was born, before Aaron was born. All right, go ahead. Where, where, where are we at? Verse 16. And many of the children of Israel shall he turned to the Lord their God. Well, it only makes sense that they're both ministers and came from ministers' lineage that he would be a minister. So if your father, your mother is a minister, you're going to be a minister. You called a minister. All right. Why? That was decided before the foundations of the world, back before Psalms 139. Okay, go ahead. I'm, ooh, I need to write a book on that. Go ahead. <laughs> Verse 17, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the father to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias 18, and verse 18, and Zacharias said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well stricken in years. Duh. How's this going to happen? She old and I'm old. How are we going to have a baby? Okay, be careful what you say when God is bringing you a blessing. Even if the blessing is outside the realm of your particular ability to accomplish it at that point, God can do all things by Christ Jesus. You can do all things by Christ Jesus who strengthens you. He said he will meet your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Read number 20. Verse 19. 19. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee the, the, these glad tidings. Man, what you talking about? I'm in, I'm in the, I'm, this is the supernatural manifesting itself to you. Okay. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to talk until the day of the the day that these things shall be performed because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled in their season. Now, why did he shut his mouth? 
because he's getting ready to listen. Your will can overcome God's will for your life if you don't want what he wants to give you. If you don't want to be fearfully, if you fail to realize that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, okay, and then refuse to receive it, your, your negative talking, because he said you will, you eat by the words of your, by the fruit of your lips. Your future is whatever you say is what you're going to have. Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, speak to the mountain and it'll move. So if you're going to speak to a mountain and move it into your in your way by saying you can't have the baby that you asked God for, that's what would have happened. So he shut him up. Why? He was It was the holy thing. He was the one that was going to baptize Jesus Christ. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of the Minion broadcast. I'm going to turn it over to my, my company, my minister, my friend, and she's going to lead you to the Lord. Um. To receive salvation, uh, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says you must confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God leads. Would you please say this prayer after me? Um, Dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live inside of me. Be Lord over my life. Show me my purpose. Give me dreams and visions. Fill me with your power of the Holy Spirit overflowing. Amen. Amen. This is the Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. You can... Um, call me at 424-261-3208 If you want to be filled with the Spirit We love you with the love of the Lord We are out You can, you can send us an offering at G-A-M-N dot L-I-F-E And go to the donation page And you can make a donation We love you with the love of the Lord And I'll see you at 80, uh, 9815 South Vermont Avenue Every Saturday morning at 930 I'll be there The doors open at 830 for prayer. We love you with the love of the Lord Amen <laughs>